everyone, and welcome back to the MTG Painful Truths Podcast. This is episode number 11. I'm your host, Britt Wagner. Joining me, as always, is my good buddy, Cole. Cole, we had the MTG Store Championship that's been all across the country. Uh, how, did, how did it go for you? Uh, it, uh... <laughs> It, it went okay. Uh, I kind of I've been on a little bit of a break lately for Magic, so I hadn't been playing a whole lot. But uh, I will say, the, I mean, the whole thing it, it went fine. Yeah, I did. Uh, I, so I played in two. The so we were at the same store together. Uh, it was a it, it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, I we yeah, but we both didn't do very good. Uh, I played the second one because I just had. I was kind of at my apartment and uh, wanted to play again, so I just kind of ran back to another store with, with my buddies, and we we kind of all ran it back. Um, so yeah, that's that's what we're gonna talk about this week: MTG Store Championship, just kind of our experience, and then uh, maybe in the a little bit of just kind of generic modern talk. We expect this to be kind of a shorter episode, but we're glad you're tuning in. Um, so I'll, I'm going to go first, Cole, since I'll have two stories to your one. <laughs> and, and, uh, so my, so, so, oh, let's, let's go over deck list first. So, um, nothing surprising from us. Uh, I was on, uh, Amulet Titan with three Cultivator Colossus in the 60, and then, um, the only, pretty stock list, but Emrakul, the Promise Inn, and the sideboard, uh, to help against control because that's kind of been a test testing point um nothing nothing interesting so far but cole how, uh, what deck did you run uh you know the same yawgmoth uh pretty much the same 75 i've been playing like i said i i kind of was on a little hiatus for a minute so i didn't get a chance to uh didn't get a chance to get too crazy and customize things or you know whatnot but sure. uh but uh, definitely, like, I was pretty happy with it, honestly. It it, it kind of performed real well for me. Uh, I was on two Necromentia in the board. I think that's, like, the one crazy thing I did, um, you know, to, to counteract some of the combo decks that I figured were going to be there and um, help it help with that kind of, uh, with those kinds of things. Yeah, that's, uh, so no, nothing, nothing spicy from us this week, um, playing our bread and butter. Um so I guess I'll go ahead and get started. My first matchup, I I didn't know my opponent, and he was on ad nauseum. And unfortunately, I'm going to tell a sad story, and I regret to, but it's it's funny, but it's 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 fine. Um, he, so he, I keep a so game one, I keep a hand that is basically mana and cultivator, and if I have like any sort of help. I could have a turn three cultivator, turn four cultivator. So I elect to keep it and kind of pray to the top of my deck to help me out. It does not. And later in the game, I could, I know he's on pretty quickly because, you know, no deck plays Profane Tutor or anything like that. Seachrome Coast and Dark Slick Shores didn't tip you? Right. I mean, Seachrome, like, yeah, Dark Slick Shores into Serum Visions. I'm like, okay, this narrows it down quite a bit. Um, and then... <laughs> I and then the turn two, be. yeah, and the turn two tutor was like, okay, okay. Uh, anyway, my hand kind of sucks. Yeah, I finally get to the point where I can cast a, a he, he has packed for my first like actual card that I'm trying to play, and he saves himself with uh, Angel's Grace. And then, so, <sighs> I, hate, I hate that I'm saying this. I almost didn't even want to, but it's because it's embarrassing for me because I missed it. So he, so the opponent plays. So I, I, I have a turn where I have like three amulet of vigors, and I'm able to combo Titan. And I know that I he'll he'll probably just have Angel's Grace to save himself. So I'm like, okay, I'll play Titans, haste them, nor, normal stuff, not like, and he's gonna go to one life, no matter how much damage and double strike or any of that stuff. He's gonna go to one. So I need a lineup where I have Titans attacking into Dryad Fetchland with Valakut. So in the upkeep, I I could kill like you know quote present lethal, and then in his upkeep, I'll present lethal a second time. So I'm like have both. Instead, 
like during this during the, me tanking on how to do this he casts angel's grace and i'm like okay so that, i knew that i knew that was going to happen and then uh at the end step he casts ad nauseum and i'm like all right crap but notably ad nauseum it's i don't have the text but it's like you lose life you reveal the top based... card of your library you lose life <laughs> equal to its current mana cost add it to your hand you repeat this process as often as you want. Right. So he, you know, he, he, yeah, thank you, Cole. Because you actually played the deck, so you know the text. So I'm not dealing damage to him. He's losing life based on the the mana value of the cards. But so he's like, all right, Ad Nauseam picks up his deck. And I'm like, okay, well, let me see the deck. And I look and, like, pass it to him. So I just completely punt because I, and I should have said, all right, well, start losing life. And then I win. Anyway, it's not a big deal, but the funny part of this is, I'm this is so we're recording on a Tuesday, the the seventh. I'm expecting the podcast to be out a little bit late, like on the ninth or whatever. Yesterday morning, I'm out of the shower, like completely nude, just to give you guys a, a beautiful <laughs> visual. And I and I'm just th- rethinking about this match as, as I'm like literally stepping out of the shower. I go, holy crap! I should not have lost there. Just <laughs> to add to the context, by the way, gang, he texted me immediately. Yes. Like, blew up my phone. Like, oh my god, I can't believe it. Right. I just... I was just so surprised it took me so long. Because, like, Cole, if you were, if you happened to be watching, you'd be like, Brent, you idiot. You, like, yeah, I didn't what, even know. I and, and the weird part is he... There was an instance of that happening earlier. Or was it later? No, yeah, it had to be later because you were around one. Yeah. Because the whole uh, the whole our buddy Rios thing, right, right. So yeah, t- to to late to go later. Rios, he, he was oh he's my carpool buddy. So I picked him up and then we drove together. He actually got fourth in the event, so he good for him. He got a nice little uh, secret layer box, which was pretty cool. Really good price support at the at the store we went to. Um, even yeah, no, like physical trophies. Yeah, yeah, crazy. Yeah, physical trophies for one first, second, third. It was very cool. Like this is the, the template of how you should run these awesome store championships is this store we went to. I, yeah, I'll go shout them out. I was kind of just being uh, generic with the store, but it's Generation X Games and Comics. It's a great store in Bedford. Yeah, like uh, it was. It was crazy the price support they gave out. Right. They had they had a bundle of Secret Lair. Most of the um, the shards, uh, Shocklands. So like the Esper Shock. So you get the the three color uh, all three of the the, the color pair in shocks or whatever. So first place got two of them. Second, third, fourth got a single one. Um, on top of the regular prize support, which is everyone gets Arbor Elf. Top eights gets the collected company with the arena art. I think the first time they they gave us this art on paper. Yeah, it is. It's, it's it's the first time. Yeah. So that's that's actually really cool. That's and then uh, Wormcoil Engine uh, promo. Um, and the special and the sexy stores, including Generation X, get a stamp with Generation X store championship or something like that. But very cool, very cool. And the the store also gave physical trophies for first, second, third, which is also really cool. But anyway, with Rios, I kind of, kind of uh, got derailed a little bit. Rios had he was playing Burn, but he's actually play also playing. Is it Burn in the Night? The Black Above uh, the Night. He was on Mardu Burn. Right, basically black for just this and maybe a sideboard card, and opponent also angels grace. All right, bump in the light. Uh, you will lose three life, like life loss, not damage. Judge comes over and basically says, "Yep, that's exactly what happens." And Rios kind of wins that match um, in the later rounds. Uh, but anyway, go going into the game two, uh, he had kind of a much cleaner combo kill. I got nothing, and I don't have anything really in my board to even help. Like, not even my own Pactum Negation or anything like that. The best I could do was just Force of Vigor, which is a pretty good card. And I actually had Endurance in just for the corner case of Thassa's Oracle. Maybe put Graveyard into um, back into the deck with the trigger on the stack. But um, that he just had zero cards in Graveyard, so I was like, oh, this line doesn't isn't as good as I thought. So anyway, so I, I lead off 0-1. So in the 0-1 bracket, 
I immediately play against uh, uh, Blue Black Control, Lurus Control. Basically, cheap counter magic. Snap, I think Snapcaster, Lurus, Bobble, stuff like that. And essentially, he's able to Thoughtseize. You know, Thoughtseize is a good card against Titan. Uh, just because we'll keep hands. It's very good early because we'll keep hands that are a bunch of mediocre cards that will allow us to get mana and then a primeval titan or big mana threat. And he just is able to kill my titan, so my plays are just mediocre. I'm not able to make constructs effectively. And eventually he just kills me with Lurus bobbling and drawing two cards a turn. Not too interesting. Uh, game two, mostly that, but he's able to... I want to say he... Uh, Spreading Seas, my Urza Saga on consecutive turns, which that's great. That, uh, that, that was not great. It was not great, Cole. And that was, I mean, that was just kind of it. He just kind of did the same, same thing. Just kept, kept playing cards and beat me. <laughs> I, uh, and Cole, at this point, I was so bummed because... I'm, so between rounds, I'm kind of looking at these t other top tables. There's a fair amount of burn in this room um, and just other matchups. And I'm just like, you, you, I'm, you know, I'm being that FNM player. Like if, you know, I could have easily won this. I could easily win this. I, my deck is so good in the room. That's basically me. I'm the annoying friend that's like, yeah, okay, Brent. Well, I'm glad that you, you figured that out. But... No, I, I'm, fully admitting, <laughs> I'm fully admitting that this is me right now, you know. Um, being a little bitch about it. Um, that's, yeah, that's fine. Um, and I'm doing, and at this point, I'm like, have a calculator out. And I'm like, all right, we have 22 people. There's five rounds. What are the top eight records? Because this will be a cut to top eight. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It is a, the, what, like, it's no, no, no cut to top eight. It's just five rounds. And what, however this standing shake out, that's where you land. So, I'm like, what are my odds of top eighting to get the Coco? And people, if you go three and two, there's like an outside chance, I think. Based on the calculator, it said three out of the four, three and two players will be um, will be in top eight. So I'm saying, okay, win out, pray to the gods, we'll see. Um yeah. So going into game three, I play against. I jokingly call him my future self. Is another handsome bald man, um, a lot cooler than me. Uh, he was on just uh, good old Affinity, uh, Frogmites, and just other. What, what I don't know, just Affinity, uh, Urza Saga Affinity stuff like that. I'm able to just easily beat him two nothing. Uh, I'm able to quite easily. I, th I think it was just uh, clean 20 with a single Titan on one turn in the, in the first game. And the following game, I am able to force Vigor two cards very effectively and just dry a Titan easily as well. Um, yeah, so I'll just keep keep going. And next opponent is a, a local that I played actually a few days before Colby. Uh, he's on. I, I know he is on this deck again, and we played on Thursday. Uh, I beat him two nothing on on Thursday. I, we had paired up against a, him again, and I also beat him two zero as well. And there's something about this this version of the deck. I I was kind of control makes me nervous, but this felt very strong, and I was able to beat him handily in the in those matchups. So I think it's a pretty good. Uh, Pretty good build. It's nice to have Cultivator Colossus, make it uncounterable, convert lands into spells, add mana. It just ugh. cool. It's great. You should join the Primeval Titan family. Uh, I'm good. This, you're okay. Yeah. I'll, oh yeah. Okay. There's there's always room for it for no, you. No, I, I know. Okay. Okay. It's an empty seat at the table. Okay. So, but I'm able to beat him pretty pretty handily. Essentially, I. Just play uncounterable threats, make saga tokens. He's just not able to keep up. There's nothing more than that. He actually even had dress down, which is a, a card is 
a beating. But I'm able to uh, to beat him. I actually don't remember too much of the game. Uh, the final g game is against a good friend of mine, Tyler. He's uh, he's on burn. I know he's on burn. Uh, we're both playing for three and two, uh, and I'm able to quite easily beat him two nothing. Burns us always a matchup where it's just easy to you just yeah, a boreal grazer just a overperforms. You just stick him as early as you can. It's gonna gain you a lot of life. If they point a, a bolt at it, you start laughing, and it just buys you time. And I think uh, Cultivator uh, was was really just doing so many cool tricks on the board. I had multiple amulets, and uh, I think I counted. I had like four Castle Garenbrit activations because that it was easier to do math that way. I was like, all right, I have six or like 24 mana in castle from castle gambrig and just other mana from these other lands it was just hilarious um yeah i was doing all sorts of cool tricks uh okay so that that was that was it for me i go i do get three and two and as i kind of expected i got ninth place because my breakers were terrible um as but that's okay so uh so yeah cool why don't we go over uh, your um, your your uh, store championship, and then I'll kind of go over um, the final match, uh, some of the final matches in the in the tournament. Yeah, um, mine not crazy exciting. Um, I played against uh, my round one was eight weck, um, which let me tell you, taking like fifteen damage on turn three is not not fun. <laughs> Yeah, I was on Yogmoth, and I kind of anticipated that matchup was not going to be very good for me because, like, Gobbler Grenade is a card, so, like, there's no real way I'm, like... The the problem with it was there's no real way I'm stopping them from killing me outright, like, randomly. Sure. I'm like, oh, yeah, I just, uh, I just die. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's neat. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, um... I don't know. It just kind of came down to this really interesting scenario game three where he sneaked to seven and absolutely like obliterated me. That does sound interesting. <laughs> yeah, it was very interesting. He went like turn one, whatever the one that says whenever another goblin or red creature is about to get plus one, plus oh. Turn two, goblin guide into goblin guide. Turn three, chieftain. Turn four, goblin grenade. Kick a bushwhacker. Ah. Oh, so I was like, oh, okay. He's a really cool yeah. guy, though. Um, it was really fun to talk to him. He was uh, he's really nice. Uh, then round two was against... I think that was Kobe. Yeah, it was against the same person that Brent played against. His name's Kobe. Um, yeah, uh, that matchup, I, I crushed it. It was crazy how... Uh, like, how fast and... Like, I don't know, I, like, Grist overperformed, basically, you know, as he always does. Uh, he did God's work the whole, the whole, the whole time. Yeah. Um, carried strong and true. Uh, game one and game two, we only played two games. And it just came down to like, all right, I stuck Grist, can you deal with it? And he's like, no, and I'm like, all right, cool, I'm just gonna keep up ticking and then playing undying creatures and then eventually i got a yog moth and drew like 30 cards and uh game one i killed him with grist ultimate the you know the bingo board got to add to that <laughs> uh so i know we talked about this i'm going to just walk right into it again was he surprised that you uh that grist had an ultimate at this point uh every every human is <laughs> most people most people do not know that he has his ultimate attached to him yeah, I would. Uh, you know what? Like, I'm gonna give it, give it credit where it's due. Like, I mean, like, he uh, his ultimate's kind of random. Like, yeah, it has surprise text on it. Like, I'll be 100 percent honest. Yeah. Like, usually when you see Grist, you're like, oh man, that that uptick makes an insect, and then the downtick can kill a creature, right? Or a planeswalker. Yeah, yeah. Um, also yeah, hidden text. Yeah, killed a fairy too. That's pretty much how that went. I was actually pleasantly happy about it because that was like kind of like a real matchup. You know, obviously nothing against the AWAC guy, but like, you know, 
I kind of was expecting um, more tier one decks, so it was really, really good. I saw uh, whatever, like the, was it four color control is what it is now, right? Yeah. Play yeah. Omnath, yeah. So it, it felt real good that I, I did so well against that. Uh, and then round three, unfortunately, was uh, against the matchup I, I always hate seeing, which is Rhinos. And Rhinos did what Rhinos does. He molds to five game three, and then top decks Charless Agent. And, uh, what was it? Game, game three, he sneaked to seven, and then, like, Furied me twice. Ugh. Yeah, I was like, oh, man. I was like, why me? <laughs> yeah, you kind of well. So, so I get in that matchup. I know we kind of talked to because you had this exact matchup at the at the uh, the one k uh, that was what eliminated you. you. Your sideboard plans mostly uh, you don't have like ee or chalice or ways to like stop the cascade spell, the, the crashing footballs. It's all necromancia or just thoughtsies to take care of them yeah Is unfortunately that... there's no like i know during the hunter burn we were the, like i played chalice because i was mortified at that matchup i was like i don't want to see it and if i do see it i want like immediate answer to it and i mean at the time I they think weren't was... yeah well at the time they weren't on like fury right uh as heavily so like it was really just kind of like rhinos and random burn spells and stuff like that yeah uh, but now they're like on like four commands, four furies, so like Chalice kind of lost its home. Yeah. Um, so it, you know, I don't know, it, it felt like how it always feels where it's just, it kind of comes down to this clutch. Like, like game two, like I, I crushed him game one just by beating him up and he never found a cascade spell. Okay, um, sure. So I don't really count that as much though, because you know, like that's never really. Like it feels great. It's like, oh yeah, man, I won because you never found a spell. Right, and the normal normal games with them, they're gonna find the rhinos on turn three. Yeah, pretty much is how yeah. that goes. So, you know, I never usually anticipate like, oh yeah, man, I, they'll just not find it, and I'll I'll come in. Right. I'm like, I, I kind of like always expected like there there was a lot of points in that game where I had like two young wolves and he was on three mana, and we were kind of like joking back and forth, you know, about like if he had it or not. Yeah. And uh he was like, No nah, man, I don't have it and I was like, Yeah, I'm not gonna attack into into um uh, into your rhinos or whatever. Yeah. Um whether whether you know he had it or not, which he didn't, but Yeah. I was, I was like, I'll just wait until I I, I combo killed him. Yeah. Um but unfortunately that that was kinda like my out, like I was one and two and I was like, Oh man, yeah, there's no way. Yeah. So that was unfortunately my my experience. I would have definitely probably placed tenth under Brent if I would have played, because <laughs> my uh, my opponents did not do well. Yeah. And my opponents did barely not good enough. I knew it was gonna be tough because of the early losses they that just buried me unfortunately. Um, but it's still fun. Um, and as we kind of go into the so, also, uh, so Drew was actually he actually won the whole uh. The local Generation X store championship. He was the he was a co-host or um, I'm sorry guest host. No, he's not part of the team. He's just we let him in one day. Um, he he actually won. So he's between before going to round five. He knows his what his opponent's playing. It's uh, four color creativity is his opponent and oh and Drew is on four color control as well. Very similar to Colby's list. Um, Probably seventy of the same seventy-five, I would say. Very, very similar. I'm sure. Uh, so we're he's looking at deckless, and I'm kind of just doing what I can to give him advice and say, hey, this is if like <laughs> ask him straight up is like, do do you think the opponent? Do you think he's good? Like I, I'm just like, do you think he's gonna be patient or do you think he's gonna like j- just jam? He's like, well, he's four and zero. I was like, or like four and zero. I was like, okay, well, I and I kind of give him advice and say, all right, so. Your EEs, they need to come in because creativity, they bl- they're they going to target zero drops on their own board. So EE is a good answer. And it's just, it's treated as a control mirror because it really is. Where you, like, Teferi is going to be key for I, for both sides. So 
if you can help it, counter his and stick your own kind of thing. Uh, and I'm not sure what I'm, I'm not looking at a four color list. Actually, oh, I am. Um, but that's that's why I tell him like you have EEs, bring them in, uh, and yeah, just play control magic and you'll be fine. Uh, so I know he actually wins two nothing, and I'm watching. I just miss it was, it was quite funny. Uh, apparently Drew is at a point where he uh, he he is tapped down, so you know the uh, shields are down. The opponent goes goes for it and casts creativity, and he only does it for X equals one because that's all he had access to. He flips his deck and the. In this version, and so there's two versions, Emrakul and Seer's Emissary, which is kind of the more stock version, the one you're probably thinking of, and then Primeval Titan, which is just Valka triggers um, to try to close out the game. He's playing the first, which is Emrakul and Emissary. So my understanding was, and this is before I'm able to watch over because I'm still playing my own match, he... If it was Seer's Emissary... It would have, he wouldn't be able to protect it himself or itself because, um, or he could choose creature, planeswalker, you know, choose creature to protect it against solitude. You protect, or if it's, or you choose planeswalker to protect it against Teferi minus. In this case, it's Emrakul, the Aeon's Torn, and Drew is, <laughs> Drew is apparently, it's like, oh, it's just Emrakul. <laughs> and he's able to solitude it without, without too much problem. And eventually he's able to cast his own spells and just close out the game with creatures and holding up counter magic and uh, the, the four color solitude player he he has no, nothing going on he's on his last like dwarven mine his spells kind of suck at this point and Drew huh. just has creature cards and just able to win and hold up counter magic for the remainder of the game so it was great to see him win he 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 was able to five zero the event and. And close out, get a nice little trophy, and it was great. And uh, I think Tyler, the person I beat, he obviously went two and three, unless he got a pair down, uh, which he may have. But he went, but he went, he did got like tenth, I want to say. And the person I drove with, Rios, he got fourth place, which was awesome for him. He was on, like we said, Mardu Burn, and I think that was it. For that, <laughs> uh, so going into uh, the next event, that was at another local store. This was at Nerd Hollow. I'm gonna go ahead and shout them out too. There, there, a lot less people sh uh, show showed up. I think 12 people. But it was a pretty good group of 12. Uh, so myself, Tyler, and Drew are all. At Nerd Hollow once again, and then we have our, another friend of ours, kind of in the in our group, Jacob. He's able to play today. He's he's a he's a good Magic player, also. I think we mentioned him before. I'm sure we have. I'm sure we have too. Um, drawing a blank. So we're, so I'm so I I come back because I I I don't have plans and. Because normally Saturday nights are date nights with, with the lady friend. And she has her own plans. I'm like, oh, well, in that case, I have time. And I have like, and I have a good deck. I do think Amulet Titans was a good deck for the weekend. And I think it's a pretty strong deck as we kind of move forward. Um, so I'm like, I want to play. So Nerd Hall has 12 people. And I uh, get paired against the Mirror. So we're the only two Titan players, and we have to face each other right away. What uh, a fun mirror! It's uh, yeah, it's not great. Uh, <laughs> it's not the worst mirror. The Tron mirror is uh, the worst, but Anti mirror is kind of boring. Uh, what sucks for me though, he has main deck Ghost Quarter. Uh, so that was that was cool. Good for him, you know. Happy for him. Uh, but going into game one, we both keep five keep five cards so our hands kind of suck i'm able to stick a dryad and able to uh valicut him a little bit try to close it out he sticks the titan and i'm able to double valicut kill it and he doesn't have amulet so he's not able to haste it 
And then I think the following turn he plays a second Titan, and I just have nothing, which was great. Um, so he wins game one. Uh, post board, uh, I'm trying to recall exactly what happened in game two, but I mean, I think I'm just able to kind of go for nice and easy uh, primal Titan. I, I beat I beat him to the Titan basically, so I win. A, a much more normal mirror. Game three, he goes down to uh, he mulligans low. I have a decent hand. My tight Titan finds Ghost Quarter Valica because I have Dryad or I've packed. So Dryad is uh, just want to leave that as an option on my next turn. He plays his own Titan. Uh, he doesn't. I don't. I think he has his haste land on the board, or he's just not able to haste it. Um, but he does have amulet. I know he's not going... Oh, he doesn't go for haste because I have Ghost Quarter up. So he gets his own Ghost Quarter, but I immediately eliminate his because I know Valka... I want to keep my Valka online, and I know he's not going for haste. So I Ghost Quarter his own Ghost Quarter. And uh, and then... Actually, that was... I'm, I'm sorry. I I'm mis, I'm, have mixed memories of this. That was game two that I won. Game three, he has... Amulet and just like a few land drops by my head on board. Uh, and what was really sweet was he has Amulet. He plays land for turn. Uh, Urza Saga. I say, I'm going to stop with that trigger on the stack. And ca- I, I'm able to pitch force a Vigor. Destroy both his new land drop and his Amulet of Vigor. To really slow down his progress. Which is a sweet play. Anyway, I'm able to beat him uh, in in those in the th- three games. So, uh, going into the next game, I'm playing against I'm trying to remember playing against Jacob. Actually, I'm remembering that now. So, like, like we said earlier, I know what he's on. Uh, he's on uh, just rhinos. He's on four color rhinos. His Teferi's on the board, and he jokingly says at the beginning of this tournament, "I'll never forgive him for this." I was like, "Are you? They're not gonna be in the main, though, right?" He's like, "No, they're not." I'm like, "Okay." We play, and he turned three bloods moon me, blood moons me, and I have my fetch in hand, so I missed my window to get my fetch land. And I go, "Jacob, you hoed me," <laughs> and he did. But anyway, uh, we had we had a very good uh, games two and three. Um, I'm able to cl- to win both of those uh there's a point where he has uh J- jacob will make you win that's that's one thing that's that, yeah, you, that you have to he makes you deserve the win right he he's like i'm gonna make like he'll make you drain your he'll drain you as much as he can just like as you should because sometimes if i'm just lazy I'm like, all right you win i'll move on but he's like all right what are you doing you're attacking like okay I'll go to play just like oh my god he's he's got something he's got brazen he's got petty theft he's he's got something um he'll he'll make you do it which is which is which is actually great um there's a point where he I attacked with cultivator Colossus. he makes blocks I double strike it I'm able to serve have culty I call it culty have him survive at one uh he has like a seven seven I and he has six points marked on him which is awesome, and then I'm able to close out in the following turn in game two. and game three, uh, I'm able to double strike the Cult Fair again, and the math checked out that I had, like, I don't put him to negative six, but he made me sweat it the whole way. I was like, Jacob, I hate you so much sometimes. <laughs> but um, I still don't forgive him for hoeing me about the Blood Moon. But um, I but apparently that is a kind of becoming the new stock or new way to to kind of build the uh, that because four color control it, it makes sense four color control is becoming such a uh, dominant deck or such a strong deck that blood moon is a strong card and also amulet titan's a better deck too I think it's been better since cultivator so main deck blood moon actually just I think it just makes sense. Hate to say it, Cole. <laughs> okay, I'll try to rush through these. Uh, the next two. Makes next me, one is makes the, me so sad. No, right, right. Most of the decks I play do not like to see that card. So, 
Um, finally, uh, or into the third round, I'm playing against uh, the former, the champion Drew, who is once again on the same 75, uh, four color control. Uh, I believe I'm able to just win game one. I think I cast two total spells, which were both Amulet of Vigor, <laughs> and uh, I just keep making Saga tokens. And I believe one turn I just actually, uh, it's on chapter two, I make it another construct, like my fourth one on the board, and I just play a bounce line and pick it up. I'm like, okay, this, this plan's fine. This plan's pretty good. And I just rather have, I don't need another amulet. Uh, Saga tokens are pretty pretty good, though. So that was my plan. And I'm able to just uh, mow him down. He doesn't find the verdict, basically. Uh, game two. Uh, I almost forgot about this game I because it, it just erased it from memory. Uh, he blows me out. And I it, it, I guess it was so quick that I, it just completely erased it. I completely forgot at the moment. But he's just able to um, force a vigor sto- to stone rain and kill my amulet. On one turn, I I want to say he's spreading seas the land too, uh, and he, he just he's able to play his planeswalkers before I can have anything really going on. Game three was a really good game. Uh, I he has he's been holding up blue blue for most of the game, in the early turns, and me I have a cavern of souls in hand, but I just don't want to let him know about that yet because. If he knows about Cavern Souls, then he'll know that the Summoner's Pact is kind of the target to to counter. So I don't give him that window. And so I make a few constructs. And eventually I'm at the point in the game where I'm able to cast an uncounterable Cultivator Colossus. And response he Solitudes, I think. Anyway, and I just kind of make a few land... I, I, I played like two or three lands... I don't go, get to go deeper in the deck, but I just have Summoner's Pact, Emrakul, uh, Primeal Titan, and I can't cast anything right now, but I'm just like, I should just chill. Like, just deploy one threat at a time. It will be uncounterable, and I make sure to not land my Cavernous Souls naming Eldrazi yet, because I don't want him to know that it's, that it's right around the corner. So I kind of wait my turn, but th- I just have, my threats are just good enough to win right away. Um, so I never got to land the Emrakul. Unfortunately, all weekend um, you never never got the sticker. No, the one time I I, I it resolved was Thursday against Colby, because um, it's kind of a that. narrow sideboard card, and he just instantly scooped. Um, he didn't let me play his turn. What was the game two? Against Colby, yes. Yeah. yeah. Were you down a game? No. So in my experience, so I think it's a Maybe I'm just running hot, but I've been re- doing really well against uh, four color control. Basically, I went four zero against Colby in games, and then two one against Drew. So I don't know. Yeah, that's that's like the same thing here. Is like I don't know. I've I've had some really really good games against four color control. Like it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the games are good, and that's that's obviously important. But winning is also important, and I was glad to to win to go three zero. Uh, at this point, I know that I'm the lone 3-0, but they're going to do four rounds. Um, and as I look at the standings, I'm, I know I lock in first place uh, for the Swiss. And part of me wishes... <laughs> well, I'll go over that in a second, but uh, I'm playing against someone who has to win. ID is not going to be good enough, or it's not going to be a guaranteed way to win. Because the standings are pretty tight. So he has to play, and he's actually on Dredge. We go to two games. Um, I'm able to win the both to go the clean 4-0. Uh, basically, he his dredging in game one is just not great for him, and I just play a primeval titan and win. Game two was pretty a lot lot closer. I have a endurance to. He has quite a few triggers on the stack. I say, well, instead of that, let's not do that. I'm just able to endurance his graveyard by myself some time, and I'm able to... I believe I have just Natty Bog, and I just go ahead and eat his graveyard. He gets close. He has uh, just creatures attacking on a few turns. I'm at... I go down as low as 3 life, but I already have a Radiant Fountain down, and I cast Primeval Titan, 
with no land drops made yet. I already have a Dryad out, so I'm able to have a few Valakut triggers. I point them at the flying attackers that I can't reach. Uh, he has two Narco Amoebas, two Prize Amalgams. So Valakut triggers go at the flyers. Uh, my ground pounders are pretty good at blocking. And uh, I, the land I chose to... or I got Vesuva for Radiant Fountain and pick up Radiant Fountain. So I go to 5 life, replay it, go to 7 life. He only has two Creeping Chills in the deck. So I basically I hard lock myself into winning. And at this point, his hand is just... Um, I believe he just cast dredgers, and he was like looping uh, dark blast uh, repeatedly. So um, he was trying; he was able to keep going that way. Um, but anyway, so I go four and zero into the Swiss. So as it should be, I should have win the win the championship. But anyway, we do have a top four. Uh, I get player to get Tyler, who will be he sought. So, yeah, saw it revenge against me for destroying him, and he is able to equally destroy me in the top four. He's playing Grix's Dress Down Shadow, uh, a matchup I don't think is very good, but uh, he's able to pretty swiftly uh, annihilate me, and he was able to beat the other Aim of the Titan player in the room as well. I'm just not able to ever kind of get going. Uh, and then in the finals, Jacob is also in the finals. He wins, and uh, he he's able to beat uh, Dress Down Shadow as well with his Rhino stack. And I got my Coco. Most importantly, I, I finally got the Coco. <laughs> it, but it's pretty, <laughs> yeah, you know, in a you. room with yeah, the, in the room full of twelve people, and Top Eight gets it. I I should, you know, good for me for for making it happen. <laughs> Um, it was another great tournament. It was great to see it, and it was like, st- it, it, it was a great. I'm glad the top four was. Uh, I actually don't remember the other pl- person who also made top four, but it was nice that uh, for the the basically the local group of ours, ex- excluding you, Cole. Sorry, uh, we were able to have some sort of uh, victory. Uh, Jacob and Drew obviously winning, and Tyler and myself. Uh, you know, Tyler getting the finals, and me getting, making top four. As well, good for the local group group of ours. Good, good for us. Yeah, good, for, good for everyone but you, Cole. Good for everyone but you. Um, yeah, but that that um, I think that's all we got. Yeah, I think I think so. Yeah. I don't know. It was uh, a. It was a interesting. It was an interesting weekend. Never, never usually do I think that I'm gonna randomly lose to a eight whack. Right. It, it these it, these were um, the store championships were kind of like super FNMs. Oh yeah, casual. definitely. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. It wasn't. Um, you had like yeah, three spike players and like Johnny, who like hasn't played Magic in seven years. Right, yeah, I got you know Adnaz, my opponent, uh, and it was like control. outdated too. I think no, that profane tutor. Yeah, profane tutor. That I mean that's I think that's the only new card that they would play. Uh, uh yeah. Your eight whack. Um, I, I think Affinity's pretty fringe, also. Uh, I think it's less fringe than the other two. Yeah, uh, yeah, I would agree to that. It's just less fringe. I think. At uh, Nerd Hollow, the follow-up day, I think everyone was basically on tiered lists. Um, I guess Dredge is a little bit more played now. It's just kind of surprised. I, I thought it was kind of dead for a while, but um, there, it's just a it's a different build of the deck. And that pre-image too. Their their mana base is kind of all over the place, which they kind of have to. Yeah. Because otherworldly gaze is absurdly good, so it makes sense. Literally absurd. Literally absurd. You heard it here first. I knew the card was good, and it just took Dredge to figure it out too. But yeah, I still don't have my Delver deck, so I guess it wasn't that good. Just don't have my Delver deck. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah, I just hope 
man, I call. I just want to play some Pioneer this week. That's that's just always what I want to do. And I this will be the last week I get for basically the year this this upcoming Thursday because on call is looming, and I'll be on call until Christmas Day, unfortunately. That's crazy. Yeah, that's okay. No more Pioneer for Brett. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, screw uh, not seeing me, but yeah, just no more Pioneer. Well, you know what? I got nothing. Yeah. No, you, could, you... you know what? You could see me too. I go all the way over there to your neck of the woods. Do you want me to drive to your house while you're on call? Yes. Yes. You don't have to. Yeah, let's you know what? let's have a public fight in a podcast form. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just next week, everybody. You know, uh, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a real interesting episode next week. Honestly, it's I'm I'm very excited. Right, and we're gonna keep it tight lipped for now. Uh, but we still have a lot of details that we need to work on. But this kind of the early parts of it, it's really exciting. Yeah, it, I think it's gonna be one of the the cooler cooler episodes we do. Okay, okay. <laughs> God damn it! Well, what, uh, were you gonna chime in? I, I actually thought my headset died. No, I, no, no, my brain died. <laughs> yeah, I like, I like went to click my headset. I was like, my headset fucking died. Like, it's, no, it's no. Quiet. Yeah, sorry. Um, let me, let me, uh, I'll have a, I, I was, sorry, I was blank, drawing blank. Uh, so I'll, 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 unless you think there's something else we need to bring up, I'll, I'll lead us to an outro. No, I think that's it. Okay. All right. So we'll, you'll hear from us. Okay. I'm going to, retry that again this is gonna be oh, so much work it's fine all right so you'll hear from us next week uh cole thanks again for for joining us and we'll see you guys next week bye guys hey everyone and welcome back to the mtg painful truths podcast this is episode number 11 I'm your host, Brett Wagner. Joining me, as always, is my good buddy, Cole. Cole, we had a weekend where we talked... Uh, well, well, that, you know, I'm, damn it! We're going to start over. <laughs> because I, do, I, don't, I don't like the intro where I just like, how are you? And then it's just, it feels a little forced, but I, I want to just like dive into a conversation as opposed to, hi, tell me about you. So That was close. That was good. Okay. That was, that was good. Okay. Let's go again. No, um, yeah, man, I miss you, buddy. We should hang out more. I know we should. And now, now, now you got me sad. Yeah, me too. How are you gonna do that to me, Brent? I'm so sorry. I, well, I got me sad too. Ah, <sighs> Brent. <laughs> Well, I don't know. Okay, there's gonna be some editing here because I don't know how to do from here. Yeah, it's just like we could just keep in the sadness part. It's like, all right, bye guys, and just start crying as we go to the outro. <laughs> <Bye>. <laughs>